All right, well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to The Common Good. And this morning, I have with me um, Leighton Kuss, who is principal at Northside Christian College, and he's also our wonderful chair of Associated Christian Schools. And this morning, we're going to be discussing the topic of character. So welcome, Leighton. Thanks, Lynn. It's great to be here, and especially on The Common Good podcast. Mm. Thank you for taking the time out in, at this busy end of year to be able to share um, about such an important topic like character. Um, when we look at so many people who have written about character, we've got David Brooks who wrote The Road to Character. We've got um, Jamie Smith who talks about character in terms of we are what we love and and. Then we've got Anne Snyder, who also wrote a handbook about character. And one of the schools that you and I both visited over in the US, the Stony Brook School, um, their motto is about character before career. And I know that character is very important to Northside. So over to you, share with your thoughts on why is character so important, and particularly here at Northside. Yeah, um, great people you just mentioned and some great books. In fact, I've got The Road to Character here and we've also used Anne Snyder's book, The Fabric of Character, with our leadership team and it's got, I think, over a dozen key little uh, vignettes as like chapters and we use them for every leadership meeting that we, we engaged in about two years ago and it was a great way to reflect on uh, how we're going as a team with character getting our thoughts all on the same page about character and also how we're going as a school because our motto is character through Christ. Mm. And um, over the years, I've looked to think about how we can talk about that in a real way, in a tangible way, in a way that makes sense to young people. And so maybe I could start out by just sharing how I talk to particularly our year 10s and 11s as they move into leadership about what character through Christ can look like because often it reflects not just a thought process, but actually putting their faith into action. And that's where we see character grow and blossom as they take what they've been thinking about, as they maybe go into the valley, as our kids do on a Friday night to a, a food bank and, that, and they feed homeless people. That's a great time where character's built, where they get to understand who they are and to put their faith into action. Um, but character through Christ... Actually, for me, the way that I talk about it is, and I've brought this along, it's, a, it's called Linotype. Um, and I share with um, our students that my dad, when I was a young person, was a printer. He was actually apprentice of the year as a Linotype operator. And as a young boy, I'd go into his workplace. I swept floors for a dollar an hour in high school. <laughs> uh, and I'd watch dad at this huge machine. It was about three or four metres wide and about the same height and about two metres deep and it made lots of noise. It was very mechanical uh, back in the day. And on one side there'd be molten lead that would be dropped into a big melting pot and he'd sit in the middle of a typewriter and type up um, books line by line. And on the other side these, these strips of metal would come out and on top of it would be the characters of the line. And this one actually I got... Uh, from Melbourne, from somebody who still has a machine and it says, character through Christ. And the amazing thing as a boy was he could read upside down and back the front. Mm. That's the way the type would come out. And page by page he would set this line or these lines of type. 
and then he would read it upside down and back the front and then he'd put ink on top and he'd roll it and he'd check that each character, so here character, three across, C, a H, an A, an R and so on, he'd check with his expert eye that each was making a, a good clean imprint on paper. And so when I talk to students about that, I, I really just simply say that um, if we're fulfilling character through Christ as our college motto in every interaction and in every conversation with every person that we come across, if we live a good and a godly imprint on that person as they walk away from meeting us or talking to us, then that's character through Christ. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, it's quite simple, but for our students that seems to resonate. So what does that look like in school mm. um, and when you're beginning with your taking your 10s and 11s into senior leadership, how, what does that look like from on the ground from a practical perspective? A lot of that is at work through our camping program. So we run camps from year three all the way through to year 12 every year and particularly in year 10, they start to, well, they go on a a camp at Mount Barney. They climb Mount Barney and they choose their uh, level of challenge. So some of them, uh, their level of challenge is less challenging. It's not as steep, not going up the most challenging tracks. And for others, it's climbing right on the edge. Uh, and that is a real self-awareness activity. They're cooking for themselves. They're carrying their own gear. Mm. That whole idea of discovering who they are and pushing their boundaries. So... That in itself swarm character. And at Year 11 camp, there's a very intentional program. It might be from a candle lighting ceremony where they realise the power of working together. Mm. It might be at an activity uh, that they do at one stage of their camp where they realise that character is being a servant. So they wash each other's feet. And these are all very much directed. And um, so it's a real setup for... We're heading into leadership, and this is who we're meant to be. It's who we are. And David Brooks talks on at the introduction of his uh, book, The Road to Character, about virtues. Mm. And he has. I was going to get to that. Get to that. He talks about two types of virtues, uh, and maybe it's worth actually just flicking to the start of the book because I think he captiv well he captivated me right in his first paragraph. He says. Recently, I've been thinking about the difference between the resume virtues and eulogy virtues. The resume virtues are the ones you list on your resume, the skills that you bring to the job market and that contribute to external success. And we start to talk to our seniors about internal being important, mm. as well as external, which they're very focused on. And rightly so. The eulogy virtues are deeper. They're the virtues that get talked about at your funeral, the ones that exist at the core of your being, whether you're kind, brave, honest or faithful and what kinds of relationships you form, that's all about who you are as a person and the character that you are and the imprint that you're leaving on other people's lives. After you meet, after you meet them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, interestingly enough, I mentioned at the beginning of our podcast today about um, the Stony Brook School and they have they talk about four ways that they instill their the virtues and i th around their character before career 
and they have the first one is around stories or exemplars. So I wonder if Northside has stories that they sh- that you share um, with your senior leadership team. Well, we use quite a few narratives and, and exemplars. One of the ones that I've been using recently is a great analogy by Desmond Tutu, the Archbishop. Mm-hmm. And he's got a, a lovely book uh, that I discovered this year called God Has a Dream. And it's about hope for our times. And his seventh chapter talks about being still. And he talks in this little uh, chapter about how he thinks about the spiritual life. And I apply it to character. So he, he says, you know, sometimes we just need to um, be next to a fire we're sitting in a comfortable chair, and as we sit, the attributes of the fire become part of us. The, um, the features of the fire become part of us. And so at a staff level, even beyond students, I think that's for us really important that we realise that who we are as teachers, as people, as people on the, the grounds, in the car park, as school leaders... Um, that is the start for our students. They, they take on our attributes as we engage with them every day, every year. And, of course, in our schools, we have some of our students for 12, 13, 14 years plus. And so are our students capturing the character of God as we engage with them on a daily basis? I think that, for me, is one of the key key parts. And then... How do, how do our students and how do our staff wrestle with uh, what's around us every day? So Martin Luther King Jr., of course, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, gave his great I Have a Dream speech. And he talked about one day for his four children, I'm hoping that they'll be judged not on the uh, colour of their skin but on the content of their character. What a great challenge. Mm. And for, for all of us in our schools... That's essentially why I believe the majority of our parents bring their students to us. They want a great education, but they want a character formation experience where the students have the best possibility to develop into who God has for them in their lives. And, of course, they're all individuals. They've yes. all uh, got different personalities. Um, but going back to Desmond Tutu's thought, you know what it's like when you, you're with somebody. When I'm with you... And that sense of positivity transfers across to me, that sense of vision and that sense of excitement as we often talk about things for ACS. Well, that's a reflection of your character and uh, that's what we encourage our students and our staff to be very conscious of. None of us are perfect, but we can always, always be thinking about, again, that imprint that we leave on somebody else. And I always think about the imprint that God's left on me and what a great imprint that is. What an encouragement. What a, an assurance of salvation. Um, so can we be a mirror to that as we reflect our character back to people? I love that you talked about um, the exemplars and, the, and 
sharing with your your students around can we be a mirror and they do watch us and a recent ACS project that we ran around the millennials which I'd commend to everybody to have a, a look at and have a read of those stories around some of the millennials from our schools they talk about their experiences in their schools and what was what meant so much to them and part of that was around their teachers and watching and the experiences that they had at camp and the way that they developed and developed their faith through those experiences. So, um, yeah, for those listening and watching today, I just commend that to you to have a look at our Millennials Project. Um, one of the, the, the other things that the Stony Brook School raises around developing character is discipleship. And I know that's, um, that's very dear to your heart around discipleship. So does Northside do anything around that, around discipleship and character development and formation? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah, we do, Lynn, and I think it's rather organic. Um, and we do have programs like all schools would have that work on faith formation and character formation and discipleship. Um, but for me, it's, again, the people who are beside and in front of our students that make all the difference. Mm. Um, the way that I, I've thought about this over the years is um, I remember reading and it, it's um, not original, but the thought, uh, it's important who we employ to be with our students teaching them. Um, the thought was that consider the three C's when you're employing somebody. And I suspect Stony Brook is doing this as well, mm. and many of our schools. Uh, and the thought was we often look at the competence of a person uh, first and foremost. And the suggestion that I remember reading was, that's all good and actually we need very competent people, good educators, good people in, in business, good people who can make our grounds look beautiful and, and engage in as a bus driver, for example. But more importantly, the first attribute that uh, this article suggested to uh, really engage with was the character of the person sitting in an interview with you. So if you don't have a person of character then competence can almost mean nothing in the long run. Mm. In a school situation, if you're talking about discipleship, which you asked about, um, you, you, you talk to alumni, which is one of the great joys of my life, and they, of course, as we know, they don't talk about the mass lesson, but they talk about the person who taught them, how they engage with them. They're talking about their character. And so uh, when we sit right here at this table interviewing staff at Northside, we say, well, let's look at the person's character. And then probably second, we look at chemistry. How do they fit in with mm. um, our motto, character through Christ, and our mission, which is to make disciples of Jesus Christ, educated and equipped for any future. So for us, trying to get that team around students to walk the journey of life, um, and that's the way we see it. We, we see young ones come in at kindy and then prep and then they go through their middle school years and they're working on identity and then we want them to flourish and specialise and, and really start to use their gifts in senior school. And so discipleship is a journey mm. 
for me, I'm still working on my discipleship, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, working on um, how I talk about him, how I reflect what I see his character as. And so for our students, uh, I remember being at Stony Brook with you and the staff there were exceptional, weren't they? Yes, they were. And I think that's what we're looking for, exceptional staff with great character, with great chemistry, with our, our heart and our mission and the competence to teach people. I think that sets people up uh, for the opportunity to grow as a disciple. The disciples were with Jesus and we're hoping our students are with our staff yeah. and growing in the same way. Um, yeah. Yep, those three C's are often what we today look for and this year I've been blessed to be involved in um, the recruitment of some of our principals mm. and those three C's are exactly what we have essentially looked for, character, interesting, chemistry and competence. Chemistry in particular in relation to the school um, and whether they, were, they would be a fit, competency for the role, but the character, the character of uh, when their responses to their, the re- relevant questions that we ask and the scenarios that we put for them for, to them. So, um, yeah, they are great three Cs when you're interviewing and when you're journeying, even with the students' um, character, competency and chemistry. So in in terms of developing character and formation of character, um, we really look at um, all the, the, you know, David Brooks, Anne Snyder, all the articles you read, they revolve around, or to me, the formation of the heart, the Mm. mind, the spirit, the soul, and those virtues that go with that. Um, where, what does that look like in the primary school for you? Um, we've talked about, you've talked about at Northside about your alumni and your seniors, but where where does it start with the preppies and um, yeah? So junior school is really about working with parents and working with the churches that they're a part of, mm. and we see that as essential. Actually, like a we use the analogy sometimes of a three legged stool, and we we need each other. And no more do we need each other than when young children are at that age of junior school, right from prep through to year six in our case. So it's setting foundations. And uh, if you went into um, a junior school assembly, you would see students and even the head of school and other teachers uh, talking about the Northside Five. Mm-hmm. So they've they put together a bit of a jingle and some actions that they do together, um, sometimes every assembly... So what are the Northside Five? The Northside Five are our values. So we're talking about community, we're talking about um, learning, we're talking about faith, those kind of attributes. And then uh, they've actually introduced uh, many years ago uh, some puppets. So we've got four puppets that represent things, one of which is character, and um, they have a name and they they have a look and a personality (laughs) Uh, and character is Carrie character. Oh. So that's her name. Okay. And so the teachers will work through programs. That's very specific. Um, sometimes it's also how, how do you grow as a young person with getting on with other people? And so uh, as part of the, the program, we, 
introduced a few years ago, Bridge Builders. Yes. Enabling students to be able to understand the dynamics of relationships, also how to engage when there's conflict and allowing some of the older students, our Year 6 students, to be in the playground and actually they wear a a bit of a, a vest that stands out so that they can be somebody as well as the staff member on duty to go to if they've got a, an issue that they need some help in resolving. So developing common language I think is really important in young people. Um, yeah, so there's a, a few little insights. Okay. As they get older, um, I, I think that sometimes we don't see the fruit of everything that happens as parents or as a school community or as a church even until maybe people have grown up, they've left school, they've gone through the first phase of their life and they get into their 30s or maybe even 40s. And um, we talked about Martin Luther King Jr. earlier. He also has a, a lovely quote about the importance of seeing a person have length, breadth and height in who they are as a person. And I often speak from time to time at least on a regular basis to our staff about what are our expectations for young people. I don't know if you remember what you may have been like as a perfect young uh, student at school. But oh, I definitely wasn't perfect, Leighton. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't either. But it's a journey, isn't it? And yeah, so it we also need to understand that young people need to be able to grow up and mm. grow through um, those times that are, are maybe challenging, um, where relationships are having to be explored, where relationships break down. But at the end of it, uh, Dr King talks about, do they have length in their life? Are they touching the lives of many people? Well, that's what we hope our alumni do. Uh, do they have breadth? Are they involved in a whole range of different activities in uh, society for the common good, the name of the podcast? And do they, do they have height? Are they able to do all that from a sense of having a righteous uh, purpose, from the soul, Dr King talks about. Um, and you can actually read about that in David Brooks' book. He talks about that as well. I'm going to get to that towards the end. Um, one of our um, – in previous podcasts, we've had some of our guests um, suggest and recommend books. So at the end, I'm going to ask you for a – couple of suggestions around books to read for those who have want to develop further knowledge and information about character. We've got, in our ACS family, we have a number of leaders moving into the role of principal and other um, senior leadership roles next year. So do you have any um, tips for them around leading character formation in their schools? Um Coming into the new year, mm. what I would be your top three? Yeah. Probably the first thing that springs to mind is to just be confident that God has created you as you, as a school leader. Uh, I've been in two schools as a principal and headmaster and followed uh, larger-than-life heroic leaders who were wonderful leaders so Don Waterson and Rockhampton and Murray Averill here. And I, th I, I learnt that it's important to be comfortable in your own shoes and to lead with how God's gifted you. So to be uh, true to yourself and authentic, we talk about that and we hear about it all the time. Yeah. But I think that's really important if you're going to start the journey to think about character. 
I think then being very intentional with um, the pastoral side, um, education can be all-consuming and it's really important that we have a curriculum that's taught with the science on one hand, the, the detail, but also the art, the giftings that different teachers bring. Um, so I would say that um, if you have those two things as the basis, that sets you up. Uh, for bringing character in, but it needs to be intentional and it needs to not be assumed that once um, there's a sense of character development or character formation in place in a school that will always be. It's a never-ending pursuit. Mm. Our students come and go, our teachers may come and go. So we always need to be just, I think, ever conscious of are we developing it? And that's where Anne Snyder's book is great. She has some great questions, and I'm sorry I don't have that book here, but I know that's also available online as a PDF, mm. The Fabric of Character. I'd recommend that as a great place uh, for a school leader to, to begin personally to say, mm, what do I think about these key questions? I would absolutely agree with you, Leighton. And just for our member schools, as a reminder, um, we have sent out, to you um, an electronic copy of Anne Snyder's Fabric of Character and we've also sent out to you the questions that and the little handout for discussion that Anne formulated and we were privileged enough to be at Redeemer when she was mm -hmm. actually um, getting some, some feedback around those questions. So um, I would commend those to you for anybody wanting to focus on character as part of their um, 2022 project. So I guess finally, um, we've talked about books that you would recommend and we've mentioned The Road to Character, we've mentioned The Fabric of Character. Are there any other books or articles that you've found? There's a great blog that one of the senior staff members from Stony Brook has put up um, on his we're on his blog site, Around Character. Um, are there any other books that you would recommend that we look to reading around character and particularly in formation for our young people, our own personal walk with um, the Lord and our own personal journey in leadership? Well, you stole all my books on the way through Sorry. our chat today, Lynn, but that's okay. <laughs> look, the ACS website, I'd recommend that. That's got some... Uh, Great resources. Actually, it's got some articles written by Pastor Ron Woolley about character and it actually embedded in those there's links to other resources. For me, one of the, the things that I really find helps me reflect on character and the importance of it, where I'm at, the changes I might need to consider, is reading about other people. So the autobiographies and you can read about people in history. So... Um, I've taken a, a fascination with Abraham Lincoln and the development of his character through the trials and the endurance that happens. So, um, you know, there's that verse in James that talks about trials come, we endure, it builds character so that we're ready for anything in life. Um, and if you read and read and read about people, and there's some great books that are doesn't matter whether they're uh, Christian or not Christian, pol politics or people taking humanitarian approaches. 
I think we can learn a lot about character just through observing and hearing about the life story. Sometimes the behind-the-scenes stories about, you know, people in public life sometimes look like everything uh, happens just so easily, mm. but there's a lot of character development that happens in the background. And so I like autobiographies. Um, I think they provide a great insight into our human nature, our shared humanity. Mm. And then, of course, hearing particularly about how God has broken through in different people's lives. And he has always been faithful. My dad taught me that. So no matter where we are in life, um, continue to grow, continue to work on our character. Thank you, Leighton. And um, I guess just to add to it, it's it, it's not a Christian book, but I would recommend the biography of Angela Merkel, um, who mm. is stepping down. I read that one. Uh, no, it is a fantastic read. And I didn't know um, just her background and coming from a Methodist family um, is just gives great insights into her character development over the years. So that's another one. I would recommend to you for holiday reading. So, Leighton, we're coming to the the end of our time this morning and I just want to thank you for joining me this morning for the podcast series on the common good and focusing on the topic of character. And um, we just thank you. Thank you for giving your time and um, we hope that you have some really nice downtime over the Christmas holiday Mm. break. I'm looking to be still and letting that sense of God's attributes flow back into me and you for the the new year and it's been great to talk about character and I look forward to hearing from other people about how they they think about character and how they outwork it in their school community it's something that I think we can all learn from each other and um, it's been great to be with you Thank you, Leighton, and thank you everyone who's joined us this morning. Um, Just as a note, we are on social media, so we're on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. So thank you for joining us this morning. 